Okay, what's up my dudes? This is another video on trigonometry based conduit bending. This is part four segments of a kick. I'm gonna show you how to actually calculate and lay out a kick using all the uh, videos that I've sh that I've done before. You know, this is where you're gonna use all that information. You know, the front of the hook, uh, the radius, how to get the radius of the bender, um, finding the center. This one is segments of a kick. This is where you're gonna actually put all that to use. Um, the kick is the most simplest, you know, bend that you can actually make. So we're gonna start off with that and um, we'll keep going with other bends, you know, offsets, saddles, you know, uh, parallel offsets, parallel kicks, and so on. But, um, Yes, yeah, so this isn't going to be a, a short video like I've said in my other videos. If you want short, you know, tips and tricks on how to conduit bend, I have other videos for that. This series is going to be more of an elaborate, detailed way of um, bending, you know. So if you want to, you know, you, you might have to know a little bit of trigonometry. If you don't, basic trigonometry, nothing crazy. If you don't know and you're rusty, there's a good website called consacademy.org it's it's really good you know you can practice your trig there's a whole lot of other programs too it's free um i advise you to go there and check it out if you're a little rusty basically you, you're gonna need to know how to you know use the scientific calculator and um a little bit of basic trigonometry if you don't want to do that at all in this video i'm also going to show you how to actually go through the steps without actually having to do that but i advise you to go and actually learn yourself so you can actually get an understanding of what it is that you're doing i mean that is the reason you should be here on watching this video anyhow but anyways that's enough talking let's just get right down to it so let me uh break this down for you this is segments of a kick this here is just a little drawing showing you all the segments of an actual kick. And um, so I have here all these points, these letters here. Uh, you can actually name them whatever you want. For the sake of the video, I have them, you know, uh, named, you know, S, A, B, F, and D as the actual diagram shows. And I have the definition of each one here. So S for another, um, it would be the height of the kick. A would be, you know, the actual, actually it's like the hypotenuse, you know, if you know, we're talking trigonometry, but it's the start of the conduit to the center after it's bent, okay? B is the other end of the conduit to the center of the bend. F would be the distance that you actually want, where you want the center to fall. That is that distance. That That is F. Okay, that's where you want it to fall. If you wanted it to, let's just say you wanted your center to be at 12 inches, you would take your, your, your tape measure, measure it 12 inches. That would be F. A is what it's going to be after it's bent. We're going to go into that a little deeper in a minute. And then you have D, which is the degree of bend. Okay. 
So that's basically the whole layout of this kick here. We're going to go into a little bit more details into it. I just wanted you to get the actual feeling of this. And, and so for the video, when I start saying S-A-B, you actually know what it is that I'm talking about. You can name them and you can actually call them whatever it is you want. When you're working out in the field, you can actually call them whatever you want. Okay? But in reality, when we're talking about trigonometry, A, this would be the hypotenuse, S would be the opposite side, D would be the angle theta, and F would be the adjacent side. Okay, B would have nothing to do with the actual triangle. That would just still be the end of the conduit, the tail, so to say. But, um, so let's get down to it, and let's just keep going. I'm going to try to make this video as... You know, as quick as possible, but I'm also going to try to give you the information that you need. Okay? So, we'll start off with steps to calculate a kick. So, in steps, on this diagram, you have steps one and two, which step one is the first thing you have to do off the rip is understand where and determine where it is that you want your kick to land. How high do you want it? Where do you want your center point on this kick to be, which is point S and F? The center point is going to be F, as you see on your screen, and the height is going to be S. Now, B. I want to talk about B. This is only, when you're doing EMT, sometimes it doesn't really matter, but it's good to know. When you're running rigid, sometimes you're going to need to know the whole length of your conduit the total length okay now it doesn't hurt to actually know even when you're doing emt the total length of your of your conduit it doesn't hurt because you could actually cut it ahead of time and make your bend and it'll be exactly what you need it to be but point b is the end of your conduit to the center of your conduit okay and you'll need to know this in order to get the total length at the end because at the end of your calculation, you're going to add points A and B and take away the gain, and then you'll have your total length. So you'll know how much conduit you're going to have at the end when you're actually done making your bend. Most of the time, this only matters when you're doing rigid conduit. Step two, figuring out the degree of bend. You want to figure out, you could either determine the degree of bend that you want or you can just go off of the rise sometimes the rise determines what how many degrees your bend is going to be but i want to also tell you you could also let's just say you have a whole uh, row of kicks and you want them all to look the same you want them all to have the same angle then you're going to determine that your kick be 30 degrees therefore you're not going to be able to predetermine where you want your kick to land as far as point f i'll show you and i'll elaborate more on as we go but i just want you to get a a, a, a kind of like a view of what i'm trying to actually do here and teach you here the degree of bend you could either determine that but then you're not going to be able to determine your 
F point here, where the center is going to land, because that's all going to depend. You know, so your height, you're going to actually also need to predetermine this value right here as well. Okay, so we're just going to move on now. So we have steps one and two down. We'll move on to step three. And uh, before I do that, so just want to go by again. You want to pre you want to predetermine F, which is you want to know where you want to put your actual center of your bend. Okay. For example, if you wanted to land at four inches center, that's where F is going to be, and you want your height to be at uh, whatever the case may be, five inches. Okay, so those points you have down pack S and F, okay, which is basically the opposite side of the triangle and the adjacent side, okay, like we spoke about. Okay, we're going to move on to step three. I'm going to try to make this as detailed as possible, but I also don't want to spend too much time on it. Okay, so let's move forward. Step three. Okay, I apologize. Before we go to actual step three, uh, we're going to go um, just backtrack a little bit. Let's just say that you want to <clears throat> predetermine the degree of bend, and you're not going to just actually give it a value and say you want it to be 30 degrees, and you want to actually calculate that value to see what it is. This is the way to do it. You're going to actually use the formula opposite over adjacent to get the actual tangent. That's how you're going to actually get the tangent and calculate it. If you don't want to predetermine it, you're going to do opposite over adjacent. Okay. And just for the sake of the video, we're going to just say that it's the opposite side, which is the same thing as the rise, is 5 inches. And we're going to divide that by the adjacent, which is point F. Okay, we're going to say that we want the center of bend to be at 12 inches. Okay, and that's going to give us 0.416. We'll round that out to, we'll just say 42. Okay, 0.42. So that'll be our tangent okay and now in order to get an actual uh degree value what you want to do is do the inverse tangent okay what is known as the inverse tangent in trigonometry and you want to do that on your calculator which is going to make it a whole lot easier okay and you can do it as follow if you want to follow me on the calculator you want to go and do the inverse tangent, which is the tangent with the negative 1 on it, which is right here's the same button. Usually it's the same button on the calculator as the tangent. You'll have to press a second value in order to use the inverse tangent. So we'll use the inverse tangent, and you want to enter the number that you just got, which is point four one six or you can just put four four two like we just rounded it and then you want to this is important you want to close the parentheses okay equals 
and that's going to give you a value of 22.5 or 22 point, you know, it's 22.58, which we can round that up to 22.5, uh, 22.6, we can go. That'll be the same thing, 22.6. So basically, for, it's basically going to be a 22.6 degree. That's our tangent. That's how you calculate the actual degree of bend. So what we just did right now, we divided point S and point F, and we figured out how many degrees we needed to get a five inch kick. <clears throat> That's what you just figured to calculate it right now. So we said that for the example, we wanted a five inch kick and we wanted the center of bend to land at, to be at 12 inches, correct? So we just figured out that the degree of bend in order to get that is gonna be 22.6 degrees or 22 and a half is what you have to bend in order to get a five inch rise and your center bend being 12 inches away from the end of the conduit. That's how you calculate that. Now, <clears throat> if you wanna predetermine it and say you want it to be 30 degrees, then you could skip that step and go right to three, okay? You could just, you wanna get used to writing down all of these values. You know, I mean, um, it, it just makes it a whole lot easier. So let's just say you're on the field and you wanna, you wanna start laying out a, a cake or whatever the case may be. Just get in the habit of writing them down. You know, um, I wanna do a 12 inch kick. I want it to land at, you know, five inches away or whatever the case may be. Actually, it's a five inch kick and you want it to land, you want the center to be 12 inches away. You wanna use a 30 degree bend. You know, get into the habit of, of writing them down and you'll see as time goes by you won't have to anymore it'll it'll be recorded you know or i mean it's still good practice to write it down i still write down all, all of my layouts especially when i'm laying out 20 30 pipes or 10 or five pipes conduits i write them down it just makes it that much easier for me when i'm walking to the bender you know all i can, all i have to worry about is just bending i don't have to worry about calculating anymore because i did that already <clears throat> So now for step three, we're gonna actually calculate point A, which is the same thing as the hypotenuse in a tri in a right triangle as far as trigonometry goes. Okay, it's the same thing as the hypotenuse, which we're calculating point A. On the screen, I don't actually have the diagram up, but you know, you could always, that's why I want you to write it down. You could always just write it down you know, and you'll be able to know what I'm speaking about as far as, you know, point S, F, A, B, and the degree, you'll be able to know what I'm speaking about. So right now we're on step three, calculating A, and it's going to go as follows. You'll need to do the trigonometry formula of adjacent over the cosine of the degree of bend, okay? The degree of bend, we just calculated it to be what... 22.6 degrees, we just calculated that, okay? I put here 30 degrees, this was for an example, okay? This is just an example here. <clears throat> we can go with 30 degrees or we can go with 22.6. You know, it doesn't really matter at this point because later on, 
we're going to go through a whole example, maybe even a couple of examples, just so you can get it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyhow, step three goes as follows. The adjacent over cosine of the degree of bend or F over the cosine of the degree of bend, okay, equals A, okay? So let's just do that again one more time. Let's go with the adjacent side that we had chose was 12 inches, okay? And we're going to go with 12 inches, 12 over the adjacent, I mean, the cosine of the degree of bend being, let's go with what we already had worked with, being 22.6 degrees. Excuse me, let me do that over again. 12 divided by, now on, the, on this scientific calculator, they should almost all be the same. You want to go with the cosine and enter in the degree that we just calculated, which is 22.6. And you want to close the parentheses. Don't forget that. Okay. And equals, we got 12.998, which is the same thing as 13. Okay. So let's just say it's 13. So our hypotenuse is coming out to be 13 inches or... 12.99 okay so that point a is 12.99 so that's our hypotenuse okay just so you know when we lay out our, our conduit you're gonna actually measure 12.99 inches or 13 inches and mark it a is where you're gonna actually mark your conduit Okay, when we start to lay it out. All right, so now, <clears throat> excuse me, now, before you go to step four, I just want to remind you, in videos one and two, I showed you how to get the radius of the bender that you're using along with how to find the center of your bend. You're going to need to know those values before you start watching this video okay or you can just go back to them right now and take a few minutes to actually watch them so you could see how to get the values of the radius of your bender and the center of the conduit and also the front of hook measurement which is really important when you want to lay out an actual kick okay in videos one and two you can figure those out. So I just want to remind you that you need to know those two values, especially the radius of the bender right now for step four. You're going to need to know that value. The front of hook measurement, you won't need to know till later on. But the radius of the bender, you'll need to know. And for an example of this video, we're going to say that the, the bender that I'm using, the radius is five inches. That's just for an example for this video. <clears throat> Um, just for the example of the video, I'm using a three-quarter client bender, which we'll just say is five inches, the radius. Okay, so we're going to step four, which is going to be calculating the developed length. And in video one, I gave you the formula for that, but 
I'll put it back on the screen, which is going to be 0 0.01745 times the radius of the bender, which for the example that we're using is going to be 5 inches times the degree of bend. Now, I put 30 here, but we've been going so far with 22.6. Okay, and we'll just stick with what we have on the screen for right now. We'll say that the actual value is 30 degrees. We're going to go with 30 degrees right now. And the value comes out to being 2.6175, which equals the same thing when you round it up to 2.62 inches. So our developed length is 2.62 right now. Okay, that's your developed length. If you want to go and use do that on the calculator, it would go as follow. Let's just say that it's point. Let's clear this out. Point zero seventeen forty five times five, which is the radius of the bender times the degree of bend, which is 30, equals 2.6175, like we just said on the screen. Okay, let's clear that out. Let's also do 22.6, since I went with that in the beginning, which is 0 0.01745 times 5 times 22. 6 degrees comes out to being 1.97185 which we can just might as well say is 1.97 <clears throat> okay that's for a 22.6 degree like what I was just going with before okay I just went with both of them just so I don't confuse you. I know I have something else on the, on the other screen, but uh, we'll just go with both of them so you don't get confused. <clears throat> okay, so now you're going to need this developed length value in order to calculate two things. You need the developed length to figure out the gain, and you need the developed length to figure out the placement of your bender where you're going to actually put your bender to actually make the kick okay so the the developed length is very important it, you know it serves a purpose here now when we go you could either stop at this point and we can go to the next step to figure out where you want to put your bender like i said or we can go and try to figure out the gain to figure out like as far as the shrink goes to see how much conduit you're going to actually have at the end of the bend sometimes you don't need that value like how i said earlier you don't need to know that you're running emt it doesn't it won't really matter too much unless you're running rigid and you want to know exactly <clears throat> how much conduit you need then you will need to do the actual calculation for the game because you'll want to cut your pipe ahead of time and thread it before you start bending then you'll need to know exactly the total length after the bend and we'll do that we'll do we'll go ahead and and do those steps as, as well
Just hang tight and we'll get to those. Now that you've calculated the developed length, okay, and you know the height of the kick that you want, you know where the center of your, your bend is, is going to be, okay, and of course, like I just said, you've done your developed length. Now we can, you can choose to either stop here and calculate where you want the bender to be so that you can bend the pipe or you can continue on to figure out the total length of your conduit after you bend like i said sometimes you might need that value sometimes you don't depending on what kind of pipe you're working with or what kind of work you're doing you, you might not need the total length of the conduit okay you if you don't need it then you can start now to start calculating where you want your bender to be to bend the actual pipe you can actually start laying out your pipe now in order to do that what you want to do is you want to take the developed length that you just calculated before and you want to divide it into two you want to break it into half you know you want to find the center right now so in order to find the center what you want to do is you want to divide it into two take your developed length let's just say that our developed length is 2.62 you want to divide it into two comes out to a value of 1.31 inches okay so now we know where the center of the developed length is right because we just divided it into two so the center would be at 1.31 so since we know where a is right a is the center of our bend from the edge of the conduit to the center is where our hypotenuse is going to be at that's where our center is going to be okay after dividing our developed length which we said was 1.31, which is the same thing as, you know, let's just say one and three eighths. Okay, we wanna start laying out our conduit. Now, in the beginning of our video, we found point A, you should be writing all of these values down, but uh, let's just retract and let's go to point A. We, we, we found point A through the adjacent side over the cosine of the degree of bend, okay? And we found that to be 12.99 because we used the value of the degree being 22.6. That's what the degree of bend that we calculated it to be. So for the sake of the video, let's just stick with that for right now. Um, we'll use 12.99 being 13 inches. So point A is 13 inches right now just an example okay and we found our developed length right our developed length and we just figured out half of the developed length okay so you want to do it as follow i'm just going to give you a, a little example here let's just say that our we want our center of bend being at 13 and we'll put it at 13 okay put it at 13 here let's just say that's my point a right here okay 13 inches this is also 
where my center of bend is okay this is the same thing point a is my, my center of bend from the beginning of my conduit to the center so this mark is a this is my center of bend okay now our developed length came out to being 2.62 correct which is the same thing let's just say uh two and five eighths okay so we're going to take two and five eighths and we halved it we, we we divided it into two and that came out to one and three eighths correct <clears throat> excuse me so one and three eighths is right about here one and three eighths let me just put this over here on this side one and that's about one and three eighths right there let me show that on the camera a little better okay so we'll mark that there one and three eighths okay now the developed length just so that you know is how much bend is actually going to be on the conduit how many inches of bend is going to take okay to do the bend that you want so the developed length is going to be two and five eighths okay so it's going to take up almost two and a half inches or two and five eighths of an inch all that bend okay <clears throat> but we only want half of that i'm going to tell you why in a minute so this is our center okay and this is the beginning of where it's going to start to bend. This is our start of bend right here. That's what we, we just halved our developed length to find out where the beginning is going to be, where the start of the bend is going to be at. That's why we just divided it into two. Okay, because the developed length is the whole bend. We wanted to know where it's going to start. So in reality, two and five eighths, let's just say it's right here okay this is the start this is the center this is the end of the bend okay <clears throat> now this is useful because we know where it starts and where it ends okay from this point here from the start of the bend we're going to add the front of hook measurement for the sake of the video let's just say it's an inch and a half Let's just say it's right there, okay? That is where you're going to put your bender. And when you bend it, the center of bend is going to fall right here. Right on that mark. <clears throat> All the time. That's why it was important for you to find out the front of hook measurement in video one. Okay, once you get that measurement... You don't get it one time and that's it. You get that measurement and you record it. Now you know that every time you use that bender, that measurement is what it is for that bender. The front of hook measurement always stays the same. So let's just say for this video, it was an inch and a half. We added it to the start of bend. Now we know this is mark, this mark right here, the front of hook mark. That's where you want to put your bender and bend it. 
Now, you're not using the arrow. Like I said, you're using the front of the hook. For this method, we're using the front of the hook of the bender, the front of the shoe. Okay, the front of the shoe, the front of the hook, whatever you want to call it. The very front of the bender, that's where you're going to put your bender on this mark and bend it. Okay, that's now that's how you lay it out. Now, if you want to know the total length and you want to calculate the gain, we're, I'm going to show you how to do that now. But if you want to skip those steps and just go right to bending, then this is how you do it. Okay. So I just wanted you to understand this part here. The developed length is this point here to this point here. The center part is A. That's your hypotenuse. That's you're predetermining that. You're saying to yourself, I want it to land at this mark right here. Okay, so if you want it to land there. You find your developed length with how I showed you before in the video. You calculated the developed length. You divide it into two. Okay? So that you can find out where the front is going to be. Okay? And the end. Sometimes, depending on where your conduit is, you might not want to bend it going that way you might not want the bender to be facing that way maybe you want the face the, the bender to be facing this way in that case you can use the end of the of the conduit and add your front of hook measurement this way and have your bender facing the same way and bend it that way that's why this method is so useful because you can use you can bend it either way you understand what I'm saying? You can bend it either way. You don't have to actually use the start of the uh, the the conduit to actually put your front of hook measurement. You can put it at, at this side on the end. Whatever's easier. Maybe you might not have that much conduit left to actually make the bend. Maybe it's too short. Maybe you want it on the other side. It's a lot easier. So then you put it your front of hook measurement on this side. Mark it over here. Place your bender and bend it. You understand? That's why this method is so useful. Okay? And it's also accurate. And especially when you're doing, you know, um, concentric bends, whatever the case may be. Rigid, it's, it's the most useful for rigid. But uh, even on EMT, I, I've used it and it's, it's great. I cut my pipe ahead of time. And I know how much conduit I need. Let's just say I need six and a half feet. I cut it. I make all my bends and it's accurate okay so that's how you do this now let's get to actually calculating the gain if you still have any problems you know uh, understanding this just give send me a comment and I'll go through it you know I'll, I'll do the best I can to go through it or I'll, I'll try to do another video trying to explain it a little more in detail whatever it is that you need help with okay let's go into calculating the gain now okay so now we're at step nine steps to calculate the total length of the conduit of course this is after you make the bends you're gonna see you're gonna try to figure out you know how much conduit you're gonna need exactly the steps are gonna be as follows so i have the diagram up on the uh screen so you could see what it is that i'm talking about as far as calculating the 
points K. By that I mean the opposite sides of those triangles that you see on the right hand side. The diagram to the right hand side, you see a triangle with a line down the middle. That that means that it's two components. They're actually two right triangles. And we need to calculate the, the opposite sides for both of them. In order to do that, we're going to calculate it as follow. One of those triangles we calculated as as follow: radius of the bender times the tangent of the degree of bend divided by two. Now, the radius of the bender you should already know because we've done this already. So we used it for finding the developed length. So you should know that already. As far as when you're out in the field, you should already have calculated that. So for an example here, just for the video, we're going to stick with five inches, okay, for the radius of the, of the bender and the tangent of the degree of bend. We're going to stick with, as an example, we're going to stick with 30 degrees, okay? Let's just say that our bend was 30 degrees. We calculated it being 30 degrees. Now, with this formula, the first thing I like to do is I automatically divide the degree of bend into two. This way we don't have to worry about dividing that anymore. So we had a 30 degree bend. We're gonna just divide it by two and we're just gonna say 15. So we'll rewrite the formula as follows. It'll be K equals five times the tangent of 15 degrees, okay? And when you type that into your scientific calculator, you're gonna, it'll come out as follow. It'll come out as five times point two six seven nine, which is going to give you one point thirty four inches. Okay. Now, after you get that answer, excuse me. After you get that answer, you're gonna multiply it by two. Why? Because, like I said, we have two right triangles up here. To get the total answer of this, we need to multiply it by two. So our answer for one of those values is 1.34. We're going to multiply that by two, and it's going to give us an answer for both of those values being 2.68. Okay? Now you're going to want to write that down and hold on to that because we're going to take these two values, the developed length and the opposite side to both of those right triangles, and we're going to come up with a value that's going to give us the, the gain, okay? But I'm going to show you exactly what I mean on the next slide, okay? Okay, so step 10. Now that you've calculated step nine, we can move on to actually calculating a portion of the gain, okay? Actually, no, it's the gain. So what we're going to do is we're going to get our value right here. We're going to take the developed length that you got from step four, okay, which you should have written down and recorded it, and we're going to get the uh, value from step nine that you just did before, the opposite sides of the triangle. We're gonna get those two values, 
okay, and we're going to subtract them from each other. That's going to give us a gain value of 0 0.06, okay? So basically, let me go over again. The gain is going to equal, just like for an example, is that both of the K values together equals point. 2.68 of an inch. We're going to subtract that by the developed length that you just got before in step four. And that value, as an example, is 2.62. When you subtract it, it gives you a value of 0 0.06. This is our gain now. We're going to take this and we're going to put it to the side because we still have a couple of more steps to go. Now, before we didn't calculate point B because we, like I said, uh, before we weren't going to actually worry about the gain i was going to show you how to actually just go right to laying it out and bending it without using this value without getting the total length of the conduit after the bends but now i want to show you how to do it if you want to find the actual total length with the bends in order to find that value you want to calculate point b in order to do that in step 11 i show you okay to find point b what you want to do is find the original length of your conduit okay let's just say for this video it's 60 inches okay it's really 10 feet in theory you know uh, 120 inches whatever the case may be but for this video let's just say it's 60 inches okay that you're working with there and now what you want to do is you want to find your value of point a that you should have had earlier Okay, let's just say that for this video, it's 13 inches. Our value of A is 13 inches, just an example. We're going to take those two values, subtract our total, original total from point A, which is 60 minus 13. And that's going to give us the B value of, of 47 inches. Okay, now we can actually take this and to actually find the total length after the bends what you have to do i'm going to show you in the next step is take values a add it to value b and subtract it by the gain okay so what you're going to do is you're going to actually take your a which is 13 inches you're going to add it to b okay and you're going to subtract it by the gain. Basically, that's it. Okay, and that's going to give you your total length after your bends. And I have it here on step 12, which goes just like how I had said. This is your last step to calculate the actual total length after the kick. Like I said, take A. Add it to B, subtract it by the gain that you just calculated. It's all right here. It gives you a value of 59.94 of an inch, which comes out to be in 59 and 7 eighths, give or take. Okay. So another thing, if you, I mean, you should be able to, uh, if you don't know how to on YouTube, you know, figure out how to, convert decimals into fractions of an inch or whatever the case may be uh so this is your last step and that gives you the total length after the kick
Alright, I'm going to go into actually doing a whole example from beginning to end, uh, or maybe a couple. If you don't want to go through those, you can skip to, to the very end after that. But I'll go through a whole example from beginning to end, maybe a couple of them, just so you could see how we actually did it. I mean, this was a pretty long procedure. But it's actually more elaborate than it actually is, like how it actually works out in the field. It's not that long when you actually practice it and you're actually doing it in real time. It's not really that long. It doesn't really take that long. You know, I just want it to be detailed and actually make sure that you understood the steps. That's that's all. But uh, let's go to actually do an example now. Okay, so these are going to be the few examples I'm going to do for you. Actually, just two examples I'm going to do for you really quick for you so you can see exactly how it's done. Okay, so... For right now, let's just say that all we know is that we want a rise, which is point S. We want that kick to be five inches. So far, all we know is that. And that we want it to land at the center point of 12 inches from the end of the conduit or from the beginning, whatever you want to call it. Right? 12 inches from there. So now... Our next step would be to figure out the rest. We don't know anything else yet. So we're going to take those two values that we do know, and we're going to take off and figure the rest out. Now, we also know that our pipe is 60 inches long for this example. We should already have the, the radius of the bender and the front of hook measurement. Okay, for the sake of this video, we're gonna go with a bend radius, the bender radius of five inches and the front of hook measurement of one and a half inches. Okay, so from there, we're gonna take off. All we know is that we wanna kick at five inches, five inches high, and we want it to be 12 inches from the start of the conduit. That's all we know so far, okay? So we're gonna take a calculator and we're gonna go with five, over 12 which is opposite over the adjacent s over f okay and that's going to give us a value of 416 okay that's our tangent you can take that and put that to the side 416 that's our tangent we need to inverse this tangent in order to get the degree so we're going to take this and do the inverse sign and the tangent enter our value 416 close the parentheses that's going to give us 22.58 degrees same thing as 22.6 okay so now we know our degrees right fine now we can actually figure out our hypotenuse which is point a right so we're going to take our adjacent side 12 over your degree which is your cosine now right 22.6 close the parentheses that's going to give you a value of 12.99 okay 12.99 inches same thing as 13 13 inches okay now b in case you want to know the total length we're just going to go through the whole process okay you want to know the total length after the bend fine no problem so now 
what we're going to do is, since we know already our hypotenuse, what we're going to do is take our total length, which is 60, subtract it from your uh, hypotenuse, which is 13 inches, which is point A, okay? So you're going to, let's be precise. Let's take it 12.99, okay? So that's going to give us a value of 47.01, okay? That's going to be our side B, our point B, okay? That's going to be from the end of the conduit to the center is going to give us 47 inches from the opposite side, okay? Because the from the other side is going to be uh, uh, 12 inches, but the hypotenuse is 13 inches, okay? So now let's work on our developed length, okay? So you should know the developed length formula already. I'm going to go through it. So it's going to be point zero seventeen forty five times five the radius of our bender times the degree of bend which we figured out is going to be twenty two point six that's going to give us a value of one point nine seven this is our developed length since i'm already here this is how i do it on the field i'm just going to show you how i do it in the field since i'm already here at the calculator i'm at the developed length Later on, I'm going to have to divide this by 2. I might as well just do it now. Divide it by 2. And that's going to give me a value of 0.985. I might as well just say 0.98. Okay, so I'm going to say this is half of DL, which is 0.98. So I don't forget it. Now let's do our K values. Okay, in order to do this, okay, we're going to get the... Uh, the formula that I gave you before, okay, which is radius 5 times, which the radius of the bender is 5 inches, times the tangent of the degree of bend, which is this, divided by 2. So let's take 22.6 and just divide it into 2 right now. We know it's going to be what? 11.3. So let's take that and enter it, which is the tangent of 11. Point three. Close the parentheses. That gives us a value of 0.99. Okay, 0.99, which is the same thing as one inch. Okay, and we have to we have to times that by two. Why? Because there's two k values, right? Two right triangles, right? So we just we know that the k values is going to equal two inches. Okay, now that we know this information, we can go ahead and figure out the gain. The gain is going to be K subtracted by DL, by your developed length. Okay, K subtracted by your developed length. That's going to give you the gain. So it's going to be 2 minus 1.97. It's going to give you 0 0.03. So your gain is 0 0.03. Okay, and your total length after you bend the pipe is going to be as follows. You're going to have to take point A plus B minus the gain. So let's go ahead and do that. That's going to be, let's be accurate. Let's go with 12.99 plus B, which is 47.01 minus your gain, which is 0 0.03. That gives you a value of 
0.97, which equals 59 and 7 eighths of an inch. Okay? Now, in order to figure out where exactly we're going to put our marks to lay it out, we need to know this value, which is A, and we need to know this value here to know where we're going to put it on the bender, exactly to bend it, okay? So what we're going to do is we, we're going to actually measure. We know that this is our half of the developed length. This is what we need to know in order to get to the front of hook measurement. Our front of hook measurement is an inch and a half. So let's just, we need to take this measurement and add it to the front of hook measurement. Okay, so that's 0.98. Let's just 1.5, which is the front of hook, plus 0.98. That equals 2.48. Same thing as two and a half inches from the center. From center. Okay? So what we need to do is measure from the edge of your conduit 13 inches, okay? And then you're going to add this two and a half to it, and that's where you're going to put your bender, okay? So let's go ahead and do that so that you can see what I am talking about, okay? We're going to take 13 inches. Okay, 13 inches, let's just say it's here for the sake of it, okay? We're going to take this 13 inches, and that's where we want to mark point A, okay, 13 inches. Now, what you're going to do is, from here, you're going to actually, if you want to face the bender that way, then you're going to add the two and a half inches. Now, so you could actually understand where I got this value from. It's This is the center. Our developed length is 1.97, okay? So... Half of 1.97 is 0.98, which is basically two inches is our developed length. Half of the developed length is one inch, okay? So basically, you're going back, you're going, you're adding one inch, right? And now that's going to be the beginning of your developed length, which is right here. I'm not going to mark it yet. And then you're adding your front of hook measurement on top of that, okay? So that's two and a half inches from your center A mark, okay? So to get two and a half inches, it's gonna be 15 and a half, okay? And we can see that. Okay, so you're gonna have it right here, which is 15 and a half, and this point right here is where you put your front of hook, the front of the shoe. That's where you wanna put it. Okay, and you're going to bend it, 
and your center point will land here. I also want to mention that you could also, this is what's good about this method. This is your center point. This is your mark A. I could also add this two and a half value to the opposite side. And I can turn my bender around and bend it. Why is that important? Because let's just say you're not working with that much conduit. And if you flip it around to the other side, it's a lot more comfortable to bend it and a lot easier than it's actually that much better. So you could put the value of the front of hook on either side. Well, actually, it's the front of hook plus half of the developed length. Okay, so you're taking the front of the hook, which is an inch and a half, just for as an example, and half of your developed length. Okay, and you're adding that to your center A mark. All right, so that's how you actually lay that out. Let's do one more example. Okay, so let me scratch this out here. So we have an example two. Okay, this is the second example. For this example, let's just say we want a seven inch kick. Okay, and we want a 30 degree bend for whatever the case may be. You want a, you know, side by side. You want them, you want, you have another conduit that's gonna be side by side of this one and they're 30 degrees and you want them both to look the same. Whatever the case may be, you want it to be 30 degrees and you want it to have a seven inch kick. Okay, so we'll start this one out. Okay, same thing. Let's just say it's 60 inch length. Our front of hook is an inch and a half. The radius of the bend is five inch. Same thing. Okay, so let's clear this out and we're going to start off. This is the basic trigonometry function. Okay, trigonometry functions just so that you could, you know, look at it while we're actually going along with this example. So you can see where I'm actually going with it. So we're going to go ahead and start opposite over the, the tangent. Okay. That's where we're going to get our adjacent side. Okay. So the opposite side is going to be the actual height of the kick, which is seven divided by the tangent, which our tangent is 30 degrees tangent of the degree of bend. That's going to give us 12.12. .12. That's going to be our adjacent side. Same thing as point F. Okay. Now that we know our adjacent side, okay, we can figure out our hypotenuse, which is our point A, okay, which is going to, it goes as follow, adjacent over the cosine, okay, I'm going to, I'm trying to do it as slow as possible so you can understand it, okay, so over the cosine, which is 30, close the parentheses, that gives us 13.99 inches, same thing as 14. Now we want to figure out point B, which uh, would be same thing as the end of the conduit to the center of the bend. Okay, so let's figure out that value, which, like I said, the total length of our conduit starting is 60 inches, and we're going to subtract point A from that, which is 14, that gives us 46. This is our point B. Okay, now let's work it down. Okay, D let's figure out the developed length now. So the developed length is 
the formula is 17, 0, 17, 45 times the radius of the bender, which is 5, times the degree of bend, which is 30. That gives us a developed length of 2.6175. Since we're going to need half of that value for the front of hook measurement, let's go ahead and just divide that by 2 now, which gives us 1.3. 308 same thing as 1.31 okay now let's get our k value which is the formula is radius times the tangent of the degree of bend divided by 2 okay so like I said before what I like to do is 